Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. It's really a one-story kind of a day, as President Putin sends Russian troops into two regions he yesterday recognized as independent of Ukraine. Meanwhile, we wait to see just how severe Western sanctions will be in response. It's Tuesday, February 22nd. Here's your News Fix. On Monday evening, President Putin officially recognized two territories in eastern Ukraine as areas independent of Ukraine. The move came after a lengthy speech from President Putin about the historic ties between Russia and Ukraine. Remember that in an essay last summer, Putin described Russians and Ukrainians as one people. As a journalist called Mary Ilyushina wrote yesterday, this was Putin's darkest and harshest speech, basically denying Ukraine the right to exist. For anyone wondering where these regions are, they are territories both in the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine. In 2014, when conflicts began, Russian-backed separatists in the regions declared independence from Ukraine. As the New York Times noted, more than 13,000 people have died in the fighting in the region since then. The Washington Post reported that only about a third of the Donbass region is currently controlled by the separatists. What's in a name? You might see them be referred to in media articles as the DPR and LPR or DNR and LNR. This is the Donetsk People's Republic and the Luhansk People's Republic. In terms of support from Moscow, Putin signed the decrees recognizing their independence in Moscow yesterday, with the leaders of the self-declared independent territories with him in the room. In terms of why this is being seen as such a significant escalation, it's because the Russian-backed leaders of these areas claim their territories are much larger than what they currently control, including some areas currently controlled by the Ukrainian army. Looking at the bigger picture, like many predicted, within hours Putin ordered Russian troops into these regions, in what the Kremlin described as a peacekeeping mission. The US ambassador to the UN described the statement about a peacekeeping mission as nonsense. In terms of how Ukraine responded to all of these developments yesterday, President Zelensky said Ukrainians are not afraid. He went on to say, We are on our own land. We are not afraid of anything or anyone. We owe nothing to anyone, and we will not give anything to anyone. In terms of international reaction, BBC News described the move as a significant escalation. The EU said it was a blatant violation of international law. The president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, tweeted, The recognition of the two separatist territories in Ukraine is a blatant violation of international law, the territorial integrity of Ukraine and the Minsk agreements. The EU and its partners will react with unity, firmness and with determination in solidarity with Ukraine. On Tuesday morning, the UK's health secretary, Sajid Javid, told Sky News, quote, You can conclude that the invasion of Ukraine has begun. In terms of repercussions, the European Union had previously warned that any recognition of the breakaway areas as independent would be met with sanctions. As the Irish Times also noted, the move is likely to torpedo a last-minute bid for the Putin and Biden summit that was mentioned yesterday. In terms of President Biden's response, his administration imposed a ban on trading with the breakaway regions, but quote, stopped short of announcing the full-fledged sanctions they warned Russia would face in the event of an invasion of Ukraine. BBC News and some other media outlets reported that they will announce further measures against Russia on Tuesday. In terms of what else is going to happen today, to be honest with you, there's going to be a lot of waiting and seeing, which we will do for you. The UK government also said they will announce sanctions today, and an emergency COBRA meeting is said to be underway. We're aware that all of that is a lot to take in, and this is a very fast-moving story. 
for anyone that wants to take a step back and wrap your head around what exactly this is all about, there's no better time to read our January piece, which we've linked to in the newsletter. It really explores the complex history between Russia and Ukraine, the collapse of the Soviet Union, and the moves from NATO that Putin considers a red line. We've linked to it, as I said, in the newsletter, and trust us, it makes for a very worthwhile read. Now, in terms of what else is going on, while Ukraine is undoubtedly the top story today, we thought this might be of interest to our audience. Britney Spears is understood to have landed a record-breaking publishing deal for a tell-all memoir about her family and her life during the controversial conservatorship. According to an article in The Guardian, publisher Simon & Schuster secured the deal worth as much as $15 million. No details on a release date have been revealed. It's also worth noting that last month Spears criticised her younger sister Jamie Lynn for her mentions of Britney in her recently released memoir. Britney's lawyers issued a strongly worded cease and desist. In two quick pandemic updates, England announced the end of all domestic coronavirus restrictions as it moves towards a phase of personal responsibility. From April 1st, free universal testing will come to an end. And in Scotland, First Minister Nicola Sturgeon is set to unveil their plans for living with COVID later today. And lastly, on a bit of a lighter note, at 22 minutes past 10 this evening, it will be 22.22 on the 22nd of the 2nd, 22. That's today's fix. Have a great day.